Hello and welcome to the Charmed Life Podcast. This podcast is all about magic, metaphysics, mysticism, and the unconditional love of the universe. And I am your host here. I'm Trisha Carr. And I am a part-time fairy, actually. No, I'm actually, I think I'm a full-time fairy. <laughs> I say that because in this episode, I have a conversation with the effervescent, the beautiful, the brilliant Amanda Merritt, and she happens to call me out as a fairy right in the episode. Amanda has a mantra that she says, you don't get to have just some things, you get to have everything. Amanda works with her clients to help reframe what leadership is and can be and to identify what it takes to be seen as an authority figure in their industry, allowing them to step into their most opulent selves. She began her spiritual awakening and journey to financial independence behind a cubicle. At the time, she maintained this status quo by working a typical nine-to-five job, climbing the corporate ladder. She found the spiritual lessons to be profound and started a blog with the simple intention of inspiring others. Shortly after, she began to dance with the idea of redefining her career and becoming a leader. She began coaching other women in the space of spiritual awakening, leadership, and individual wealth. And by 2017, she left her seven years of that job and she began coaching full-time. And this trajectory led her to develop her own spiritual coaching certification called Illuminated, where she now serves both women and men in over 10 countries. That is who is coming up in this conversation episode. Now, as we move into this, I also want to invite you to please do subscribe or follow the podcast, however it is it is offered in your app. And also, I want to invite you to leave a review. I'm just going to mention that right now because I want you to think about it now and then at the end of the episode or when you get to your destination or when you finish washing your dishes or (laughs) finish your run, (laughs) because that's what people do when they listen to podcasts, I want you to remember to do it. But for now, let's get into this super exciting, fun conversation where Amanda Merritt and I become BFFs, and I will chat with you on the other side. Well, Amanda, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Charmed Life Podcast. Oh my gosh, you're just such the perfect guest because you are a demonstration that life is a charmed experience. Yeah. Really excited to, I mean, I'm excited to learn from you. I'm excited to be blessed by you. So with that, why don't you share with everyone, you know, your journey, the work that you're doing, because it's just fascinating. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me here. I love your energy. It's very like effervescent and very fairy-like and it just like angelic. <laughs> okay. You don't even know this, you guys, those who are listening. We just met. <laughs> we just met and she was connected through a third party. I am a fairy whisperer. I am everyone. <laughs> so anyway, that's just, <laughs> it's really I know, funny. I can see it. I, <laughs> yes, I'm an intuitive as well. So, of yeah. course, exactly. So yeah. I have to, I have to give you, I have to give the nod to the evidence you just brought. Today, so. <laughs> and they told me this would be a fun conversation. I was just like, making my, actually my lemon water. I'm actually just recovering from having the virus. You so, do. So, I feel so great now. Oh, but good. I'm just trying to stay hydrated. So if you hear me sipping. Just, That's fine. Just so we can stay. We're being. Happy. We're going to be human at the well, same time as we do this. Water. Yeah, this is real, right? You know, even entrepreneurship, I don't know. And, and you know, like it's 
the real human stuff behind the scenes. But anyways, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm super excited to be here. I'm also an intuitive and a business mentor for entrepreneurs, for CEOs, and now for people in the public eye in my private practice. Love it. So I, I there's a, a multitude of ways that I'm like really, really passionate about sharing my work. Um, one is actually train spiritual coaches through my intuitive and spiritual coaching certification called Illuminated. And then I also work with uh, female entrepreneurs and a variety of things. And it sounds like we're very like-minded in how we think and how we show up and bringing our heart into all that we, we truly do. Yeah. You know, one of the things I'm really passionate about is understanding and knowing that we came onto this earth right now, this planet at this time for probably a greater purpose than we even imagined at this point with the way the world's been progressing, at least for me. I knew it was big, but now since in the past two years, I'm like, oh, it's bigger than I thought it was. And I already thought it was big, right? But it's like, and so, you know, I've been on this journey for quite some time I've always been fascinated with the angelic realm and I've been I was gonna say you're you're telling me I'm very I'm like well you're angel look at you with your angelic hair and everything you're just yeah illuminated if you will (laughs) with the angel energy oh angels obsessed Mm -hmm. obsessed Mm -hmm. even through college and before I even really woke up to all of this stuff I was always obsessed but you know part of me always knew of course and so um, long story short, what really brought me on this path um, to get to where I am now is, I would say one of my biggest awakening moments was back in 2012. And I was in my corporate job. So I was in corporate before building mm-hmm. what I've built today. And I climbed the ladder. I was like staffing and recruiting, actually. And uh, climbed my way up the ladder. was promoted a bunch of times. Thought I was going to be like Miss Corporate America in this pencil skirt with the curls in her hair <laughs> down the hall, right? And I got to this point where I was like, I don't, you know, I loved it until I didn't. Mm. Um, but part on this journey, for me, it was like I was really successful in my job. But then I looked around in my love life and I was attracting all the wrong men for me. And really, in truth, they were great people, but you know, I, I I attracted pretty emotionally unavailable men, and it was really obviously a self worth thing. And I got to this point where it was really painful pattern, where I'd look around, I'm like, man, I feel like I'm kind of like the package, like I've got it going on. I take care of myself. I'm successful. Why am I attracting these experiences? And everyone else is in like relationships and dating, and here I am getting ghosted and really not having any emotional fulfilling experiences and it was really painful mm-hmm. it was really painful for me to experience that and so i started seeking and and asking for answers praying for answers because there's one experience that got me really fed up had my middle finger flying in the air which was like at the time not very in character for me but i got to this point where i was like f you something's got to change And I uh, grabbed all the spiritual books and books about angels. And I had a woman look at me and tell me, you're a light worker at a party randomly. (laughs) We were talking in the corner for hours. I started bawling my eyes out because I knew she was right. I didn't even know what that meant at the time, but I knew she was right. And it was like, my eyes were opened to a sense of purpose, to knowing like, oh my gosh, I I am different. Yeah, I've always felt different. And her saying that to me was the key. Really, it turned a key for me to understand that there was more to this physical world than what I had even been 
aware of up to this point and that there was a greater purpose that I came here to share. And I just knew it was a knowing. It was like a knowing unlocked in that moment. And I remember waking up the next day feeling so light and mm-hmm. high almost like, like I was born for the first time. Like I remember going to get frozen yogurt with one of my girlfriends <laughs> and I was in her passenger seat and I'm like, I felt like this sense of floatiness and it, I just can remember that moment feeling like a switch turned on and I had just awakened. Mm-hmm. And, and that journey really brought me so much, um, well, very introspective and lots of light bulb moments and understanding that I was the creator of my experience and that I attracted those relationships because really I was not loving, truly loving myself, seeing my own value and own worth. So I was accepting less, of course, and not understanding that there was healing that was really being called of me to understand where this was coming from, where this pattern began and understanding that I could create something different. And I became so passionate about this work. I started a blog and this was, that was back in 2013. I started the blog and no one was really, there was people out there sharing, but not like it is today. Mm -hmm. There was, it was like the cheese stands alone. None of my friends were into this. It was like me seeking out all the spiritual bookstores, going to see speakers and ended up having angel intuitive tell me, gave me full body chills back then that uh, she knew nothing about me. And she said, author, speaker, coach. And my hair stood on my ends and the ends. And I remember walking down the corporate halls. I'm like, okay. I, t- I told no one that I was getting these thoughts of maybe I want to support women or coach women from the, the blog that people were starting to get attracted to. And I, um, yeah, I started stepping into that role. Yeah. And I decided to say, I'm going to master this and then I'm going to teach this through my experience, through what's really worked through me through my intuition, through mm-hmm. like what my soul showing me, through my higher self. And that's how it all began. And now I've supported people from all over the world. I've, I've, I've people I've trained in my certification. We've served over 10 different countries around the world in three years. And it's been remarkable what's happened. And, you know, I always tell people, it's like, I never planned for this. I just followed my heart. Like it, it was not something that, that I could turn off. Mm-hmm. It was, pull this knowing that took over like a force took over I physically like even tried to quit the blog once in the beginning and then I I went back to it like six months later you know it's like like we get these soul nudges and it's so much bigger than just us it's so much bigger than building a business and making money it's so much bigger than all of that like there's true we get to have those things I really am a stand for we get to have all the abundance I am a little fancy a little bougie right but that's like a side effect <laughs> the main course, which is we're here to be of great service to this planet, truly. Yes. Amen. That's beautiful. Yeah. How, how long, um, how long was the segue when you like had your, the catalyst until you were, you moved out of the old career completely and then you're like full time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the blog started in 2013. I started actually officially taking paying clients in 2015. Uh, early on 2015. And then I did the corporate dance for another couple of years and left in 2017. So, so yeah. about four years. That's, yeah, that's not, and it's so funny. I'll bet it felt long while you were doing it, right? Oh, it felt long. It did. Yeah. It felt long, but it's really I mean, not. It wasn't, but I was still learning things in my yeah. corporate job. You know, yes. I, I got had a management role. I, and I just have chills. There was time, there was more time for me to learn some business stuff mm-hmm. so that I could 
And I mean, I was working alongside CEOs and higher ups and all that. So it really trained me too. like, I'd have to jump on leadership calls and like sometimes lead them and it'd be thrown in the fire. Right. And so it trained me for leadership in so many ways, which I, I support so many leaders. So I understand what they go through. I was one as well, right back then in that environment. And like, but yeah, there was so many moments where, and anyone who's listening to this right now, and you're like, when can I leave my job? Or I'm frustrated. Is the universe not supporting me? That's what I just feel right now from people is is Mm -hmm. coming up where it's like, is the universe not supporting me? And sometimes we are just preparing, right? For the leap. We are prepared. We are getting prepared. And I know that does not take away from the frustration because I remember having to I remember sitting in my office and I was working from home still in my job, having to pretty much pull all my power in and rein it in and and be present in the moment and be patient with the Mm -hmm. timing. Yes. Um, Our stories are so similar (laughs) in so many ways. I was also in a corporate job and I loved it or I thought I did at least. And then I had an awakening, someone telling me something, tears, even though I didn't understand the, seriously, like I've told you, <laughs> like I've told your story. <laughs> and it took me five years. But meanwhile, I was being, well, there were a few things that were happening for me. I was, I was learning different things that I could just easily, it's like, if you switch careers, especially like to be a spiritual entrepreneur or something like that, or, or some kind of heart led entrepreneur, you get to hack everything that you already did. You use all of that, the, the careers, the, you know, the, the running your family, whatever it is, all of that, those are skills. So no time was, is lost. And, and what was funny about mine, besides all of the, you know, skills that I was learning and I was also, my job required me to drive a lot so I was like, okay, what am I listening to today? <laughs> I was just getting my spiritual education, you know. Did you listen to Hay House Radio too? I did. I, I, I had totally it on did. Like twenty four seven. I was not listening to the radio anymore. <laughs> I, I remember mm-hmm. being in my car driving the grocery store and like listening to all yes. the. Yes, even to the grocery store. That's what I tell people who are going through awakening. I'm like, you drive to the grocery store. It's going to take you ten minutes. You got ten minutes of spiritual immersion. <laughs> it does, it's- and it's it's so helpful. You become obsessed almost, or at least I did. Were you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and still obsessed. Still obsessed. right. Totally. <laughs> yes. Yes. If so, wow. It's really very cool that we have. So, so, and, and that's why I wanted to ask how long, because like you, four years is really not a long time to start a whole brand new business, a whole brand new career, but it feels like it. And one thing that my guides have told me is like, everything that's manifesting for you is for you. And everything that's not manifesting for you is for you. So not manifesting overnight a career from this awakening is for you because there are things that are you're building that you're learning that are being added unto you that are going to make the and and when I had my so I actually ended up getting eliminated from my position and I had had over the weekend a huge like healing. I went in and I like dealt with some deep ancestral stuff and healed all kinds of things about survival. And they called me in on Monday morning to eliminate me. And by the way, give me a big severance package, which I didn't realize would happen because I'm like, I don't pay attention to that stuff. I didn't know. Like everyone else in the company knows if you've worked this long, you'll get this much. I, I didn't have any idea. But at any rate, when they gave me the news, I had no somatic response. But if it had just happened on Thursday before, I would have been like, how am I? Because, but I got this healing done. And then I was just like, 
I feel nothing but blessings for this <laughs> HR person. She is giving me a gift. <laughs> and she was, and it was. So yeah. Anyway, that's so rad. I love all of it. So you started taking the the sessions. You start doing, did you do like one-on-one -on -one coaching? Is that how it started? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I started to do one-on-one -on -one intuitive and spiritual coaching for women mm -hmm. who were similar to me, mm -hmm. who were going through similar things as I was, who were struggling with their self-worth, self-confidence, and really living in their power. And mm -hmm. that's initially what people started coming to me for. And it happened rather quickly. I remember I, I took my blog over to Instagram back in 2015 as well and started just posting quotes at the time. Like, again, hardly anyone was really in that space as much. And there wasn't any, any features really on Instagram. It was like, all you could do is a little caption. And, yeah. and people started showing up. And I remember being like, what do I charge? I was with a friend of mine and I'm like, what do I charge? And, <laughs> and trying to figure all this out. And people just started coming in. And instantly I had consistent they'd sign on at the time I, I did like a month or something package and I had like five or six come in in the first few few months consistently. And that was great, but it was still not enough for me to consider going full time just with what I was making in my corporate job. And it, of course it wasn't time yet. So, yeah. um, you know, there's definitely been many ups and downs in that, in that journey, but um, gosh, gosh, all of it really has, like prepared me for this moment and being able to help walk other people over that bridge, which I'm sure you can relate with as well as like, we're equipped to, Ooh, this is so good. Anyone who's feeling frustrated right now because they're in the in-between, like they're straddling the fence and they really want to like hop over and, and be in that new world, whatever it is, like doesn't, it could be a different financial goal or a different house or a different place they want to move to. Um, it could be jumping full time into their business. For me, um, I was, they're showing me tools as like I was gaining tools and, and bits of gold so that I could help other people through those very things, you know, and yeah. I, I believe yes. everything's a sacred assignment. And so even too, for me now, I'm like, okay, what am I mastering right now? When this challenge is coming up, I'm mastering something. I'm likely about to teach this to one of my clients. I'm likely about to be a voice for mm -hmm. this because people need to hear it right now. And a lot of times we go first, we do go first. Mm -hmm. so that we can then bridge humanity over with us. Yes. And so looking back, it you it does all make sense looking back. And so if we can learn how to just master the moment that we're in, and that can sometimes be challenging for the human self, right? That needs to know how, that needs to know when, or right. we need to always try to figure things out and make logical sense of things, right? But um, the more that we can, it really helps to see it that way. I'm like, okay, I'm mastering this so that I could teach it. What am I learning? How mm. am I growing from this? How can my highest self really show up through this? And um, things tend to go a little bit more seamlessly from there. But um, those yeah. conscious questions—they're—they're they're more they are like affirmations, but they're more powerful than affirmations. Like, what am I learning from this? Yeah. I, I actually laughed at myself someday this last week, and I was like, so. I was so emotionally knotted about something or someone. I was frustrated or mad or blah, you know, whatever. And I actually, I did some tapping. That's like, I mean, not that that's like a, you know, 911 situation, but I had to in order to, you know, really be with it. But I, I kind of, my, what am I learning from this is I wonder what good is coming from this. Yeah. And, and, and I could, I have to, sometimes I say it the first time just to hear myself say it. <laughs> I may not have the feeling behind it yet. And then I say it again. And then I remind myself that every that it always does. And I swear an hour later, I felt 
like a 180. I felt totally different. And so that's why I had to laugh at myself. I was like, I was at basically as far down about that subject as possible. And then I did by an hour later, I learned something from it. Something beautiful had come of it. I had overcome something and it's just, it's really, it's just not, it's not always easy because it hurts or it's as uncomfortable every single time we're knotted up like that. But what's great is the experience to be able to turn that magnet to the something good or the what I'm learning. It, it It's such a salvation, I think. And it works every time. And now for these messages. Hi there, it's Trisha Carr. I want to take a moment to invite you to my one-on-one sessions. You probably know that I am a spiritual teacher, and I also offer empathic channeling sessions and animal telepathy and healing sessions. So let me break that down for you just a little bit as an empathic channel. I allow frequencies of your higher self and or beings of light to flow into my energy and deliver messages, energy healing, and attunement. The healing may target core wounds from this life, past life karma, spiritual activation, and many other areas. As I create a resonant container of healing, we will have access to all of my tools, including multidimensional mediumship, intuitive reading, hypno-healing, clinical hypnotherapy, neuro-linguistic programming, and my proprietary modality, quantum resonance healing. And in addition to my empathic channeling sessions, I am available for the sacred work of animal telepathy and healing sessions. Whether your animal family is living or passed on, I will communicate directly with him or her using telepathy. Your animal will share their thoughts and feelings, and I will ask any questions that you have. In the session, we can investigate behavioral and health concerns, learn about your spiritual connection with your animals, and learn about their life purpose, and so much more. I have sessions available for one, two, or three animals, and even more, as well as farm and sanctuary visitations. I have a new calling for this work, and I'm deeply excited about who you are, whose spirit is also calling to complete the resonance. If you feel aligned with or inspired by the teaching that I share here, then you may feel aligned with working with me one-on-one. So go check out my website and read all about these offerings. That's trishacarcharm.com. Navigate to the Work With Me section, and you'll find those one-on-one sessions. Thank you for shining your light on our beautiful world. Yeah, and the fact that you were willing to lean into that experience, yeah. right? And so well, kind of willing. Sometimes I go kicking and screaming, you know what I mean? And I'm like, yes. I wonder what God is coming. You know what I mean? Like on the first round. I, I mean, I'm making fun of myself, but <laughs> it still works. Like if well, I have the intention. to be in that space. I, I think it's important to feel the frustration yeah. and all of that because too, and simultaneously we hold the, we can hold the perspective that, you know, it's, it's it's going to lead us somewhere. We know we're going to get out of this. We know we're not going to stay stuck, but it is important sometimes to go in there because also too, for me and in my work is like the feeling is the alchemy of whatever is coming up for healing. And anytime we get triggered, there's a wound that's being touched by something or fear that's being exposed. Something is coming up for healing. Right. And so I feel like for me, that first step is like really getting in the middle of it and letting yourself feel it. And I, I have a lot of fire inside of me, so I can be really fiery. So people are like, oh, you're the sweetest person. I'm like, yeah, but I could be fiery. But I did <laughs> classes on my own 
Mm. And then I let it move through me. And then, like you said, like an hour later, you know, with the right tools that work for us individually, and there's so Mm -hmm. many tools out there. It's not like, you know, one, there's so many that are beautiful that we can come back and then we can start to see the gift when we're ready to see that. And I find for me, like the, the more I lean in over the years, it's gotten quicker and quicker. Like something that might've bothered me for a couple of weeks will be an hour. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh man. Okay, great. I'm glad I did not text that person back (laughs) when I was triggered. I've learned, have to learn step away Uh because you're going to feel different in an hour. And it's crazy. It just, it does. It moves through. It does. It's and uh, do you know human design? Do you know what your human design is? A little bit, but uh-huh. it's interesting. In my work, they don't really let me get too caught in like labels and templates. Uh-huh. They, they are like, okay, in your work, you have to step outside of any boxes that people. Sure. Look at, but I am a generator. <laughs> you know? Are you an emo? Oh no. So do you know if you're an emotional authority? Because sacral. So you're sacral. Okay. Well, at any rate, but what's so interesting is just what you're talking about, like being activated emotionally because they're in human design. It talks about being emotional authority or non-emotional and, you know, but it's still, it's like, no matter what we, we should not move when we're at the peak of emotions, unless we can't help it. Like if you have to pull your child out from in front of a, a racing car, oh, that's yeah. Oh, yeah. different. You, know. you still do that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, do, 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 do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we need to let the emotional wave uh, turn so that then we have mo- all of the, we have a full resource because also the thing is that when we're emotionally activated, when we're heightened, reactive, we're actually in a fight flight state. And so we don't really have connection with the higher self. We don't hear or feel the still small voice of our intuition because it's overrun by the chemicals of those heightened emotions. So, yeah. Yes. When Mm -hmm. we're in that activated state, you know? Yeah. But there's information in that. It's okay to feel those emotions, but like pass them over before you pass them into someone else in words. (laughs) Yeah. And a great question to ask yourself too is what wound, what is this touching? Yes. Like Mm -hmm. what's this bringing up for me? Yeah. Because there's something deeper underneath the comment someone said to you, or even for me in my past, when I would get ghosted, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. what memory is this bringing up? Like, what is this repeating inside of me? And also like, where, yeah, where's this coming from? And where am I looking outside of myself for something? And how do I ghost myself? Ooh, how do I abandon yeah, myself? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when I really turn it around that way, as Byron Katie says, when I turn it around very literally on myself, I'm like, oh, that's right. I do do that. <laughs> I do ghost myself or whatever the, right. you know, whatever it is, or insult myself, you know, to make myself small, not value myself. And if we can look at it neutrally, oh, it's so, so healing, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that too, because that's a huge part of my process as well mm-hmm. is like, well, what do I need to give myself in this moment yeah. that I'm, I'm looking for outside of myself? Like for me, like back when those, those patterns were really at the, at the peak, when I had my awakening moment and all the frustrations, it was, wow, like I'm looking for them to validate me and tell me I'm enough, but they can't yeah. do that. They can't ever do that. Otherwise I'm going to be continuing to grasp for that. I'm never going to be completely full. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to be looking outside of me unless it gets filled up from within, right? And so that was profound for me when I first started that work because like, wow, light bulb moment. You know, my whole life even looking outside of me and different men, even like growing up in my life and my family and all that, like wanting their love in a certain way, even though they did love me, wanting it in a way that it, I didn't receive it. 
right? And learning how to give that to myself fully and yeah. letting other people off the hook, really. Yes. And, and letting them, yeah, not holding them accountable for how I feel about me. Yeah. So. You know, when I was in my, before I met my husband, and I was kind of like attracting the wrong people. When I would happen across the person who would tell me all of the things, you know what I mean? Like tell me how amazing I was, but they had met me five minutes ago and I would be like, you don't even know who I am. So they were essentially love bombing me to try to draw me into a, you know, like a narcissistic codependent paradigm. Not, not that they were trying consciously. It was our wounds meeting up, of course. And I was doing a codependent seeking. You know what I mean? I couldn't validate myself. So someone else come and tell me who I am. But it, it, it wouldn't work because I was like, you don't know me. How do you know if I'm wonderful? I'm also awful. <laughs> Could you love me even though you also know I'm awful? <laughs> yeah. And that's probably your intuition, you know? It's like, yeah. okay, this isn't really 100% authentic coming from this person. Well, and I was try I was at the place of breaking a pattern because I then, after I got through that cycle, I did meet my husband. And I swear, I've never met a person with with like a, like a, a neutral, he's neutral on narcissism and he's neutral on codependency somehow. It's pretty remarkable. <laughs> so it's really even, helpful. Even Kiel. He's, he's so even. Yeah. With that, I feel like everybody kind of has a little wobble somewhere. I really don't sense either one of those frequencies in him. But at any rate, because I bring <laughs> enough codependency into the relationship, he's got to just like be a, a tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're cute. I love that. So um, I'm sure a lot of us are wondering, so then did you, I mean, do you want to share? Did you, did, do you have, did the partnerships searching, you know, start to work out more, yeah. more, uh, for you? Oh my gosh, absolutely. And I'm, I'm single right now and he's coming, <laughs> but it's, it's not, but you're whole, <laughs> but I'm whole, right. And yes. it doesn't land the same. And mm -hmm. the experience I've had in dating, like since that is completely different because mm -hmm. I, when I, now I can sense the red flags that I couldn't mm -hmm. sense before because yeah. I wasn't whole within myself. I didn't remember my wholeness, right? Like I was yeah. Seeking, right? So, but now that I know what it's like to be in a relationship with myself that's healthy, which really is the foundation, you know, there's a whole segment in, in my cert that's about dating yourself first. Yes. Even when yes. you're in partnership, even still when you're in union with another, yes. is understanding because if you're not, it's going to reflect in your relationship. Mm -hmm. Right? Because yes. we're projecting our, our, our stuff onto another. And for me, the relationship with myself has been so important. It's a daily commitment and source has given me plenty of time to hone this relationship, right? So that the union that I can be in can be a beautiful example for the world of what's possible mm. because I know it's meant to be that. And so yes. I also know my soul's committed to that, committed yes. to being an example of divine union that's perhaps a little different than many of the relationships we see, not all of them, because there's so many beautiful ones. But I know that that's what I'm committed to to doing, and so whatever it takes to, um, and not going to say that it's always easy, of course, on the journey. But but um, coming back to my own heart and how I treat myself is number one, mm -hmm. and and I also feel like that completely repels people that are in a different vibration. They can't yeah. even enter your space. Yes. You know? That's true. That's like you can't even, they can't even see you. They That's, can't. Yeah. They can't you, see you. Yeah. yeah. So, it's so, so true. Mm -hmm. No more Peter Pans have entered my life since. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, because it's true. I'm not a match for 
your mm-hmm. fans anymore, right? Like right. I, I've graduated past that. I'm in a different dimension. Yes. So it's like divine masculine is yes. what's sexy to me. Mm-hmm. A man with an open heart is what's sexy to me. A man who can communicate, right? Mm-hmm. And and who respects himself, who loves himself in the way that I love myself. And it's yes. kind of journey. And so like if you're listening to this, it's not an overnight thing. It's never. It's even like you say, even in relationship, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Things are going to come up. You're never going to be fully perfect or fully always loving yourself perfectly, right? It's a journey. Uh, but for me, it's a commitment. It's definitely a commitment. I've put a ring on it. Yeah, we, have, we, we have to come back to that, you know? Um, but it's, it's been the best. It's been the best work ever. And here's the thing for me, what I've learned, it's interesting where this is kind of like where our conversation is going with this is for me, if anyone's like, well, I, I want to know what my purpose is, or I want to know what the clarity is in what direction to move to next in my life or where to move to or whatever. To me, the foundation is always coming back to our own hearts and our own self mm-hmm. and the energy moving out of my throat with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes I will have like energy, like bubbles move out of my throat. I'm sure oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah. I'm like, okay, all right. Something's moving with that. I could feel it. Or my, we'll all be yawning on calls and I'm like, all my clients know no one's tired we're moving energy. or burping that's what yeah. I, burping which oh, yeah. drives but yeah people understand it no. if you explain it to them once you're like there's a lot of healing because it starts from the heart the burping yeah. comes from the heart oh, yeah uh-huh yeah yep. Yep, that's exactly what just happened um so now now everyone's going to start doing that if they haven't yet on this call they're going to start burping sneezing um coughing sometimes mm-hmm. but but for me it's like you know when you truly know yourself that's when you truly know yourself is when you love yourself. I feel like, you know, your truest version of you, then you will naturally get the guidance to do the things that are in alignment with the harmony you feel in your own heart for you. Right. You will, you will get the guidance of what step to take next. And I'm not telling you it's going to always be easy. Sometimes the intuitive guidance that I get is like, go move to that place, go Mm -hmm. there. And I'm like, what I'm supposed to go where? Right. And it always ends up feeling really amazing and good and guided and aligned. But my life has taken so many twists and turns that I would have never imagined once I entered this space. But I always say, like, my heart's my moneymaker, too, in my business. And it's also created a lot of success for me as well. Um, So to me, like, this work, what started as, like, the biggest trigger on my experience has been the foundation for all my work. Mm. Mm. Yes, there's so much gold in the shadow. There, there's, there's a catalyst in the trigger. That's, that's right. What would, what would you say to folks who are listening and like, well, I'm still in the part where I want to, you know, get out of the corporate job. I mean, like, I don't know if it's daily practices or some way to, to, to step back and, and see what it is, you know, just how do you encourage people? Cause I'm sure that's a big part of your work. How do you coach yeah. people to move, make that transition, even start the transition, you know? Yeah. Okay, cool. So how do they start the transition? Mm -hmm. Well, to me, um, don't forget the power of prayer. Prayer can can move mountains. And this Mm -hmm. year, one of my themes is how can we partner with source even more? Yes. Even more. Like, like, let's make it so damn magical that we look back and we're like, whoa, because what source can do in your life is miraculous. Yes. Now you could have an opportunity come in tomorrow that allows you to leave your job next week. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. And if it takes more time, how devoted really are we, right? So power prayer. So inviting for support to grow your business, inviting for people to enter your life to help you. 
getting around other entrepreneurs, people who are like-minded, people who are moving in the same direction, people who are doing what you want to be doing, right? Get around people who inspire you, who motivate you. And like we did, listening, listening to Hay House Radio on the yeah. car, <laughs> immerse yourself in this work. Mm -hmm. Immerse yourself in your own mindset growth and, yes. and all of that mindset's really important too. I, I resisted at a period of my spiritual um, time because I think it was probably more of a time when I was like floating in the astral realms anyways. But they're like, okay, your mindset though is really important because sometimes we get too caught up in the healing stage, but really you just need to lasso in your mind. You're always going to have a mind. Like I had mm -hmm. guidance come in clear one day and I was like, oh, I felt like I got like spanked a little. <laughs> they're like, okay, you need to like also lasso. You get, the head needs to meet the heart somewhere, right? So like- yeah. Right. Um, and so for me, it is also have a healthy mindset to go along with it as you're in this stage, because it won't be forever. Mm -hmm. It will not be forever if you keep going. And then one thing, too, is I know this doesn't sound sexy, but time blocking when you have to mm -hmm. and get really clear on what your steps are to move forward. And, you know, for me, my intuition guides my business. So I would ask my intuition what's the step that I need to take to get me leaps and bounds ahead this week? Like, what is that? And then make sure you're just carving time out to make that happen. Otherwise it could just, you know, float into the abyss. So, well, and, and it, you know, it seems like, like you said, it just seems like it's unsexy or unspiritual or whatever, but in fact, there's, it's a self-loving act to give yourself the time by the time blocking. You say, yeah. I, 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 this is a gift for me. This is me loving myself. This is not just a gift. This is, I, I require this. So I think it's, it can be sexy as well. <laughs> so no, you it's all perspective. It maybe right. we could, yeah. Maybe you could like turn on some sexy music while you're doing this. <laughs> time blocking. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We could call it something else. Right. Maybe blocking. that's it. Maybe, yeah. Maybe there's something like sexy time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you said prayer. Uh, you said also mindset, and then of course the time blocking, the practical piece, which is also a self-loving um, piece. So what is? Let's break those down a little. Let's unpack those because some people hear prayer and they have an association with prayer has to do with you know their Catholic upbringing or you yeah. know whatever it is. Um, what is what is that intimate act and practice of prayer like? How would yeah. you describe it? Yeah, so I'm I'm not religious, but mm -hmm. you know I'm I'm like you. I'm very deeply connected to the divine. Mm -hmm. So you can call it whatever you want. It doesn't yeah. have to be God. I actually brought that word back this year. I oh really? I brought I brought God back a little bit a, a oh, while ago. Yeah, I like God. Back. Yeah, <laughs> God God personalizes. I also yeah, love Prime Creator. Too. Yeah, but God feels like feels that's me. That's that. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. I did grow up Catholic. Okay. I, but I haven't gone to church in, in a long, long, long time, like well over probably, gosh, 15, 20 years, haven't been practicing. Um, anyone who's listening to this might relate or religion isn't bad. It just wasn't for me I, because I just I understood there was greater truths that could come through me rather than from something outside of me or someone else. Mm -hmm. um, but so to me, as far as prayer goes, it doesn't have to be super, something super even formal. To me, it's like a conversation, a really low key. Like I, I joke when I'm praying. I talk just like to my higher powers, though it's some like my divine father, really, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and share my concerns and ask, just ask for help. 
what you need help with today. Like, hey, help me download the perfect content to share with people who need it today. And then notice what comes up, right? Or help me with my finances or help me with my business. Help me with this transition period. Help give me a fresh perspective on this in-between time. If you're in in that in-between space, like help me actually show up and want to show up to take action when I'm tired after work. And just having like, you could, your whole life could become a prayer. You could just talk all day long, right? And understand that there is spiritual support around us. We each have angels and guides and different masters. I work a lot with different masters, presences. So, um, and there's fairies and there's so many different dimensions of support that are here to support us that are also awakeners of light. Right. And so Mm -hmm. they are all also around us and we can invoke and invite for all the beings and light beings and galactic beings to support us in what we came here to do. I also feel that, and I know this is true for so many of us, that the work that we're doing in the world, it's we're, the, we're a representative of our own collective. Yep. <laughs> there are beings channeling through us. It's our higher being too, right? But we, we almost like they get, they show this to me all the time for, for me, and I know it's true for you too, is that, yeah, we were like, we chose to be, in these bodies just as much as we were chosen to be a representative <laughs> for a greater mission. It's not just us trudging on our, on our own. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, so the more we open up, we can receive the support that's already around us that wants us to succeed because yes. when you succeed, other people get to receive your gifts. People need you mm. more than you need them. Right. Yes. Like, they need you. They need you. Mm-hmm. And the money becomes like this beautiful side effect. And, you know, my, my first year going full time, this is the crazier story. So I want to, I want to share this with people. And I'm by no means telling you that you should do this because it took, <laughs> it took some big lady balls for me to do this. Um, <laughs> it took some big, uh, yeah, it took, it took a lot of gumption, but I got to this point, actually a part of my story is I also struggled with money, you know, love and money and all that. I was making money, but I was spending it all. <laughs> uh, and lo- really love a lavish lifestyle and so I got this to this point in my business where I was super fed up it had been two years and clients kind of stopped like coming in I had to take a big pay cut in my mm-hmm. off in my job because our company got reorganized so I was grateful my role didn't get eliminated but instead I had a boss that I didn't really love mm-hmm. all my bosses got let go of all their roles got eliminated and um, they gave me a different role that was like pretty much the same role, just with a ten thousand dollar pay cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're not managing a team, but you're kind of still mentoring a team, but you're making. Money. And I'm like, mm. yeah. right. So the universe is trying to to push me out. It was a blessing. Mm-hmm. So I got to this point where I was fed up. I'm like, and and I, I spent three months really mustering up my faith that it, I would be supported if I decided to just leave because mm-hmm. I didn't have a I didn't have a savings. I did not have a savings. I had just moved to California. Uh, months before, a few months before. And I woke up one day and I decided and I told the universe June 1st is when I'm leaving. Yeah. That is ballsy. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, June 1st is when I'm leaving. And it was like a month out. I'm like, yep. I remember raising my rates because it was, it felt like it was time. Mm -hmm. And I, I, um, (laughs) I ended up signing a client on right away and another client on like, maybe the day before I actually like ended up 
leaving or something like that. And it ended up being a near $10,000 a month in my business that month. And, and so for me at that time, that was like such a wink from the universe. And I trusted that I would be supported. And I really didn't even know how I was going to pay my bills before that. You know, I, I, I didn't. And it was not smart. I didn't tell anyone. And I, <laughs> and I don't recommend this, but I'm like one of those people that's just so determined. I'm like, a way will be made. Mm. But it did take me three months to get the faith that I could anchor actually in my energy field so yeah. that I could hold that and understand I would be supported. And I was. But after that, there were some pretty tough moments. There was a moment I literally had a nickel in my bank account. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to share this because it's a really magical story. So um, that first year full-time ended up being a well over a six-figure year, but there were some really mm -hmm. low moments. And the low moment was, oh shit, at the coffee shop, going to pay for coffee. And then my car gets declined. I'm like, no, there's, there's money on there. I thought there was something like got deducted that I didn't know about or whatever. I opened my banking app, 0 0.05. Mm -mm. Um, but in my life had it ever time been. for a change <laughs> never that five five is like we're gonna change something oh that's true i hadn't thought about that <laughs> Big positive change on the horizon just we're gonna take some things away here's some zero point stuff we're, we're not gonna hit zero leave you some five a nickel like gee thanks you know thank you <laughs> himself for doing this and so it at the time like i didn't i didn't know where the money was going to come from or anything like that but I had my faith and in that moment, I actually felt peace hmm. and I got in my car and I laughed and I said, I'm never doing this again. I am never going to be in this place again. Right now it gets to change for me and I'm big into reality shifting and playing in the quantum field. I geek out on that stuff, being able to jump timelines and I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to jump a timeline. And this is going to be like so much money is going to come in. I'm going to be booked out, all of this stuff. And I really did. I honed it in. I got in my heart. I sat down and I got myself in this state where I, where I pretty much, I, I could, um, I locked into my field that I knew that it was, I just knew that it was going to come. I knew it was going to flow. I knew that clients were coming. I knew that I was going to be booked out. I knew I what already was like, I had like this. <laughs> I could feel it. I could feel it. Um, the funniest thing is, this me is this as a reminder. Uh, I also think that when I, well, literally about like 20 to 30 birds took a shit on my car when she was like, <laughs> and I'm like, this has to be a wink of abundance. And yeah, I, looked, right. I remember I looked it up and I was like, this is a wink of abundance. And it's so funny. That month was a $20,000 month in my business and sales. Oh. The next month was a $40,000 month in my business and sales. The next wow. month was another 20,000, another 20,000 and four and a half, almost five months. I think it was over six figures in sales that year. And wow. from five cents, <laughs> six figures, it's a true story. And, and like, so wherever you're at right now, things can really shift in an instant. And for me, mm -hmm. it just took me deciding this is yeah. going to happen no matter what. I'm not available for it to not work. Never once did I go like on a job posting or think I'd go back in corporate. It wasn't even an option. I'm like, all right, I'm here for the lesson. I'm here for this. I am not backing down. I'm not going to back away from this. This is going to work. And yeah, and before I knew it, I was booked out for one-on-one. -on -one. And then, yeah, it was a beautiful year set. And ever since, it's been exponentially growing from there.
I like yeah. it. You, you just boss around the universe. Get I it. Will. There's, there's, some, there's some sass in here that comes out. <laughs> The universe is like, okay. All right, Amanda. Amanda put her freaking crystal staff in the ground, and she said, "Move around me, the queen here. Get out the way. Get out the way. I'm about to bless people." But you know what? There's in that, in that commanding that you're you're we're talking about. You know. We're joking about it, but but in that commanding, before you do the commanding, you've also surrendered. You've stepped up. You've said, I am, I am one with this power. You're not doing it selfishly. I mean, you, no, there wasn't anything yeah. that was selfish about it. It wasn't an ego. Right. It, was, it, was a, it was an identity to the one identity. Yeah. It, was, yes. it was an I am statement. Yeah. 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 Ooh, chills. I love how you mm-hmm. said that. Yes, because you, sur- you surrendered to that ego. So it's not, I'm kidding around by saying you're bossing the, around the universe, but the universe is there for it with you because you already surrendered that you know, that, that small self and you stepped into your divine self. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. it's, you know, commanding to me is so different than demanding. Yes. Demanding is more of that like desperate, uh, wounded energy. Mm -hmm. The command is like you said, you're one, you're one with all that is. You Mm -hmm. are an extension of the universe. Like you are Mm -hmm. the universe. You know, in that moment that you are that, that you're Mm -hmm. that powerful. And each of us are that powerful. Each of us are. And that's the energy of prayer that works that because, I mean, and Jesus said, ask and it will be given. It's because the quality of the asking is completely aligned with the giving as well. There's no separation there. And so that's the, you know, ask for help with this, ask for help with that. But it's like easy. Like if you ask your best friend, hey, can you do me a favor? Like you say it like that. Can you do me a favor? Because you don't even think it's a big deal because of course she's going to do that. That's that's that um, energy and that relationship. Like I say, it's intimacy because it's so aligned and it's so um, resonant. It has the resonance. So you just just say what it is that you need. You just, actually, you just defined what you're willing to re- accept, what you define, what you are going to allow. That's the, that's really what the commanding is that you did. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And it's like expecting it. Mm-hmm. I, I expected. It's like I became one with the knowing that that's what I was creating as a yeah. creator, you know, and I felt it in every cell. Like, yeah, I, it took a minute for me to get into that state, but sure. It took surrender to your point. It took surrender and detachment. And it took me stepping into my knowing. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely, I know I'm meant for this. Yes. I'm here to heal others. And at the same time, I think working on our confidence is really important as well and understanding the worth of the product or the service that you offer and really mm-hmm. seeing the value in it and how it changes people's lives and, and what a blessing it is. And I think as teachers, too, for anyone who's listening who's a teacher or a healer or an intuitive or a coach, understanding that you're your biggest walking testimonial. And I had walked through so many flames and I had so much wisdom and goals to share with the world that even though in those moments of struggling, I could see like all that I had to offer and and all of the breakthroughs that I was able to offer my clients and how that's impacted every area of my life. And then that to me was the next piece of it, right? It was the success and being able to stand on my own and something I'd never done before. I never experienced that much financial flow coming in all at once. I'd never, I, I stepped into something I'd never experienced before or even knew 100% what it felt like. Mm-hmm. And I think that's grace too. And 
gumption and also just devotion. Devotion. Yes. Oh, yes. Because pays attention to that devotion. Because when I had the nickel, never did I turn around. And I didn't even ask anyone for help. That's great. Except for the universe. <laughs> that's, there you go. That's, so that's false. I really ask you not Except for, for your best friends. Except for the entire universe. That's, that's all I asked for help. But, you know, like I didn't ask my family for anything. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that if you do that. I just, of course. I, I got to a point where I'm like, I'm not going to learn the lesson if I, if I ask for right. help. I have to master this right now. And I know something's going to come in. And I had some really beautiful, beautiful spiritual mentors that helped me walk through that process and mm -hmm. support me during that time who had also been there. Mm -hmm. The leap in the net will appear is a really powerful thing to practice. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, and there is a time for asking for help from humans and stuff. And then there's a time yeah. to say, no, I'm going to do this. I actually felt that yeah. yesterday. I felt really challenged because oh, a lot of things were coming at me this this client and friend had a death and then I need to support her. And then I'm trying to like move about my day and there's a, a homeless woman who's asking for my help. And I, I was busy and I, I was like, I felt like I'd had, I was like, I wanted to have an emergency session with my hypnotherapist and mentor. And I was like, no, I don't need to do that. I don't. And not that there would be anything wrong with that, but I yeah. didn't, I, I want, I was like, nope, I have what I need. It, and not even like, cause I was embarrassed or shy or worried about asking. I just thought that same thing, like, nope, I need to just move forward. This is all, I just can, you know, handle all of it. It's all here. Yeah. Totally. And so there's, there's a time for all of it. Sure. Yeah. For all of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. there's a time when support is so helpful when you're moving through things. And then there's a time I just had gotten kind of pushed to the edge where I'm like, yeah. this is my time to fly. And mm -hmm. to see my power and to experience my power and yeah. to know that the universe is powerfully supporting me and backing me. And, yes. you know, and from there, when my business really started taking off so much, people naturally started coming to me to ask me how I grew my business. So then mm -hmm. I started business coaching. Yeah. So after that, and then, and then people would come to me for business coaching and they're like, well, how do you, uh, they're asking me for coaching tips. And mm -hmm. it was like the universe just kept giving me what, like, the knowings of what to do next. All I yeah. had to do was keep showing up. And the universe was bringing me, literally bringing me the signs, the people. You know, when people ask me a question, I always know it's like, okay, cool. I'm going to talk about this in my podcast, or right, or, or okay, it's time for me to coach these kinds of people. And then I combined them and made a cert that has both pieces in it. And so it's been like a natural progression, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just been one foot in front of the other and mm -hmm. just making sure you bring your heart. And like I say, people always know, my clients always know that I, I'm really kind of like goofy and like to joke and play a lot too, <laughs> is like we, when you want to really step into something like this, you have to bring all of yourself into it. Like it's a full ass commitment. Like both mm -hmm. booty cheeks need to be in with your decision, which doesn't mean you have to burn down your job right away or anything like that. Yeah. But it's like a full energetic commitment to making something work. Mm -hmm. Right. And so bring your heart and your full ass and, and bring both, bring both every day yeah. as best as you can. And one foot again in front of the other, believe in yourself and eventually you will, you will get there inevitably. Mm -hmm. It's inevitable that you will get there if you decide that it's inevitable. Oh, yes. Yeah. Divine decision. Yes. I yeah. like that. I want to, so I, um, as we, as we, 
sort of wrap it up, but it'll probably, <laughs> I don't want to take up too much of your time. Oh, you're but I want to ask about the sure. angels. I want to ask about the masters. I want to talk about your experiences, who you work with, how you work with them. Um, and then also if we can touch upon, you know, like you said, we, we incarnated, we came here for such a time as this. And those timelines are expediting and those timelines are shifting and changing. And, you know, it's, we are being all very much called and more people are being called that who probably, I think that in the, in the there are some people who incarnated, a lot of people incarnated who didn't, who, who was, are surprised that they, because they, maybe they had a, they had a contingency plan that they were going to cruise on this one, but then we all kind of <laughs> turned our keys and then, <laughs> and they're like, oh crap, I have to get in the game this time. Anyway, but what I want to start with is angels, the angels and the masters. Yeah. Who do you work with? How do you work with them? Let's talk about them. We love them. We love them. <laughs> oh, okay. So it, it changes up depending on who the mm -hmm. client is, you know, like who wants to come forth in a session and who wants to come forward in one of my groups or something like that. And, you know, for me, there's different periods of our life where we have different beings and masters that are supporting us more than others. One of my main masters is actually Melchizedek. Oh, I love that. It's really, I just got chills in the back of my head. Um, <laughs> and uh, another, another archangel that works with me a lot is Archangel Michael. Like those mm -hmm. are two, two of my main guides right now and have been with me for quite some time and then other different galactic beings that don't give me names sometimes they just it's like hey where you're just circle of light and that's mm -hmm. all we're going to tell you and i can see their energy and their essence like a lot of rainbow beings work with me mm. recently um mm -hmm. and like any particular star system sorry i don't want to interrupt but i also don't want to move that star systems that you feel aligned with or you know yeah you know what's interesting Yes, yes, all sorts of different ones. Um, definitely Pleiadian. I feel very mm -hmm. connected with their energy and Arcturians yeah. quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes they don't tell me. They're like, we don't want you to get your, in your head too, yeah. about things. Oh, course, sometimes yeah. it's just like more of a consciousness flowing through. And I don't know who the heck it is, but I just channel it and it feels, you know, it's yeah. it's what people need at the moment. And, um, but yeah, I would say it, it, there's been periods where Saint Germain was really present for me. Oh. Uh -huh. Saint Germain's my dude. <laughs> I felt that. I thought you were going to say that when you yeah. said who I work with, and you said Melchizedek, who I love as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Saint. Uh, yeah. Saint Germain. Oh, such a magician. So so yeah. great. And Same. so like current, really. Like not that long ago. So really, I think can right. and his support us. Is is mm -hmm. something that I work with. And what was that? His purple flame. Oh yes. Uh -huh. his purple flame is a part of like my certification, and when I teach too, just for <laughs> alchemy of emotions and just so many things, right? The Midas touch yes. <laughs> of Saint Germain. So he's he's been powerful for me. And then Mother Mary and Mary mm. Magdalene have been a mm -hmm. um, big support for me as well. And yeah. then various different archangels. Gabriel mm -hmm. is one that I work with a lot. Just I work with a lot of people who are sharing their voice and have a message. And so yeah. um, Gabriel shows up a lot and just all sorts of different ones that aren't necessarily known even. Yeah. So, and that's fun too. Yes. When... I have, um, actually, I just had a session with this person right before, and she's been on my podcast and shared the story. So I'm not like talking out of school, <laughs> <laughs> but the way that I, I met my, um, archangelic 
main guide was I didn't even, I was like reading, it was in the early awakening process. I was reading a book about, you can ask for your angels, you know, name. And I was like, okay, I put the book (laughs) down and I asked for the name and I heard Ariel. And I was, I didn't know that was an archangel. I thought Uh it was the little mermaid. So, (laughs) Oh my gosh. I I feel that so much in your energy. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh And so I had already started um, uh, uncovering my gift as an animal communicator. And then when I found out our, our oh, you're Ariel, an animal communicator too? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I, that was the first intuitive ability that I opened up. And then I found out our, our Ariel is oversees nature and animals. And it even said specifically animal communication. And so I'm like, cause again, I thought it was the little mermaid. And then, so I've told the story and this one <laughs> student client, you know, she heard this story a couple of times. And then she said she had an experience where she, okay, well, she wanted to know the name of her angel or her archangel. And she heard Muriel. And she's like, that's not a name of an angel. That's like an old lady's name. (laughs) And then then it turned out, and Muriel also has like a connection with nature and everything. I was like, you're just telling my story. You had the exact same experience and you had heard my story. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, when, when you discover the name of um, an interdimensional or an angel or anything that is not known. It could be a benchmark between the two of you for something very special, a vibratory complex that's just for your relationship, but it could also be some evidence (laughs) that is a part of what other humans have discovered, you know, like my Ariel story. Mm -hmm. I love that. I feel her so much in your presence. (laughs) Oh my gosh. When you said that, I'm like, you kind of like look like a physical representation of like what I would would (laughs) see her as an embodiment of. Thank you. Yeah. Well, um, so then, yeah, timelines. We were called for such a time as this. And are you, so you're feeling that people being called and they're showing up and they, you know, they're ready to shift and the timelines are blurring together. Like you said, you love to quantum shift timelines. We're doing that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We are collectively and sometimes in a great way and sometimes not in a great way, depending on where we're at. I feel like this last year was emotional for a lot of, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And brought up so much for healing for everyone. And I feel like it was needed. But I really feel like now it's go time. And I've been get, getting oh, yeah. that so clearly this year is a really big year for a lot of healers and, and light workers and leaders and people who came here to share a greater message. Collaboration is really important this year. Yes, collaboration. Uh, I don't remember. I've heard it like three times this week. Collaboration yeah. is the thing right now. Uh-huh. Yes, collaboration is so important to come together and share our gifts together. For the greater mm-hmm. good, really, truly, with that intention in mind, everything else is going to be taken care of, yes. you know? Uh, so coming together and really, it's like, yeah, I feel like there's a new wave of leaders that are really popping mm. up, like those who maybe have felt like they haven't been seen as much as they want to be seen. I feel like it's time for so many of us to be seen, like this new wave of thought leaders in the spiritual world that are that are needed, that so... If you're feeling that and there's a resonance in that or you have chills or anything, include yourself in that. Yeah, Yeah. include yourself in that because there's, there's, yeah, there's this year just, I keep seeing so much gold, so Mm -hmm. much gold this year and it just feels very um, abundant and expansive. Mm -hmm. So I'm here for this. (laughs) I'm here for it. Yes. You know, like for just as a, a symptom, I think, you know, how a lot of people, didn't there's you know people don't want to return to work since the pandemic because yeah. they're like 
I, I was miserable. And I know that is in a practical or a, and technically speaking, it's, it's a strain our, on our economy. But I like when I hear that, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like they, they woke up and they woke up to something in within them. And so they're like, they, they're, you know, they're kind of trying to boss around the universe. Like we're saying, I mean, everybody's individual wherever they are to it, but I get it. And so while they're, you're saying there's this whole new level or layer of thought leaders, there's also this whole new level of, of people that need the guidance, that need to hear it, need the, the space held for them. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And that's like the, I think the purpose too of us stepping out is like so many people are waking up. Yeah. So many people, even who are getting sick and all these things, like their bodies are cleansing and upgrading yes. and their DNA is changing and they're bringing parts of themselves back online. And even too, in my in my getting sick and it lasted for over two weeks. It was oh, it really, I never get sick. It's been like almost four years since I've even gotten a cold mm -hmm. and I was knocked out. It was weird too. It was just a really weird experience, but I, I, I made it through and I feel so much um, excitement and, and aliveness on this other side. And I know that you know, I don't necessarily think we have to go through the, these things to right, right, heal or cleanse. Um, I think there's many ways that we can do that, but I just trust that that's what my body needed for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And so I do think with that, it's giving people a lot of time away to, um, to like pull themselves almost out of the matrix. Yes, know? exactly. That's what I was saying. <laughs> And to reset. disconnect from it and be like, oh, wait, time to factory reset. Yeah. <laughs> it really was because I couldn't think about anything else during that time. Like I couldn't yeah. think about even my work. I was, mm -hmm. it was so uncomfortable. I couldn't think about, you know, anything else. So it was, it was like a, a requirement, I think, before stepping into this year. Maybe not a requirement, but it's what I, what happens. So we yeah. make the best of it, right? And, but I think with that, a lot of people, again, are waking up. And they do, they need us, they need the tools, they need the wisdom, they need the guidance, because it's not always, it's not easy to navigate on your own, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, there's, there's so much that comes up on this journey. And even in entrepreneurship, challenges, emotions, growth, it's not always roses and daisies. Mm -hmm. And it, as beautiful as it is, it's worth every moment. Yeah. And also, there's also um, so much learning in that experience. So Yes. So we need you to step up because other people need you. Right. Yes. And then it's us. Yeah. It's us reminding ourselves that there's, there's so many people out there that like really are praying for a solution and an answer. And you probably have that for them. For so mm. many people. Amen. I love that. That's wonderful. Well, Amanda, this has been uh, effervescing. I love it. It has been so wonderful. I, I feel really activated. I feel really charged up and, Me too. you know, we have, thank you. We have uh, all of your description, all of your information in the description. And so uh, is there anything you want to make an invitation to uh, how people can connect with you, what you're connecting on, what, what you're, you know, anything you want to invite them in on at this time with your work? Sure. I actually have a morning practice. Morning practice to me is one of my favorite parts, time of the day yes. Uh, yes. to get things in alignment. And I have a fun manifesting, manifesting millions, it's called morning practice for leaders and entrepreneurs on my website. Uh, so if you head to amandamerit.com, it's on the main page and you can grab that. It's free. There's actually a video that I recorded to explain it in depth so you understand what each step is and then you can be off and running and it's a step-by-step -step, like five-step process there's like five little exercises you can do in the morning to get you tapped into your power and your confidence into your heart into your worth 
and into what you want to manifest and create in your business. So this to me, that was part of this process was important for me when I was doing the, the, the radical crazy five cents said <laughs> all all the success shifting um with some of these practices in there so they can check that out there if they're if they're interested and then yeah I have a variety of other ways that i can serve and support and they're usually listed right on my my site if i'm here for you if you feel called yeah wonderful wow thank you so much you're such a you're such a uh, an angelic beacon of light oh. and you bless me so much by being here on our on my program and just by connecting. I would, you know, just love to have you on any time and, and see how I could support you. So thanks for being here. Thank you. This was so fun. <laughs> it was. So fun. Now I'm going to be all charged up. I'm going to go to bed and be like, oh my God, there's fairies in my room because I just had this <laughs> conversation. Poking at you. All the fairies are coming out to play. No, <laughs> one thing about that, that's so funny. I, uh, right before I got on a call with a friend once and she's total fairy. She's like fairy godmother. <laughs> I, like they sometimes steal my shoes. Yeah. And then, and then they put them back and like crisscrossed. I'm like, I never took my shoes off like that. And I walked in this room 12 times. And now I walk in and they're perched perfectly. And I'm like, I know it was the damn fairies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but you know what's so funny is because when people talk about how they move things and, sh and steal things and everything, uh, the, the words I always use to explain what they're doing is they're giving you a stumbling block. <laughs> so that you don't, so you don't keep banging around in the world with your frequency off and then like, you know, out of sync, out of alignment with nature and, and, but it's kind of funny because I usually say stumbling block and it's like, kind of like literally your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> there is a center in my closet. And I walked in my closet at least 10 times, you know, so like, I was laughing. I'm like, not our fault. We're not there. And then I walked on the call and I'm like, we were talking about how she's a total fairy. And I'm like, oh, that's why they. We're literally playing with me before I, it's probably your new. Your, it's your, it's oh, your fairies. It's your fairies. Um, so that's hysterical, but I love it. I'm here for the play and, the, yeah. and the, they know they can play with me. So yeah. <laughs> they know I have a good sense of humor. Just please don't take my keys when I'm running somewhere. Uh, I know they do it though. <laughs> they steal your favorite crystals. <laughs> that's happened to me before. And you know what? Maybe they're the sock thieves. You know how like we always. always like, we right? They probably are. They probably are. <laughs> They're the ones stealing all the socks from people. <laughs> yes, yes, that must be it. I never thought of it that way. The sock thieves, the fairies are the sock thieves. They're trying to tell you to slow down, go find a better pair of socks. Why not? <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you again so much for having me. It's a really, you. really nice conversation. I don't know about you, but I had a really great time. She is so effervescent as I said in the beginning she really is inspiring great to be around and I got to tell you very authentic really really transparent is is how I feel her and I, I wouldn't just say that I wouldn't just whistle Dix Dixie to you I love Amanda and um, I'm really excited about this new connection so do please follow her find her information in the description and the things that she is doing and as as I am wrapping up this episode for you I want to make an invitation to you to the Mystic Arts Academy, we have new and exciting things going on in the Mystic Arts Academy. That is my platform where you can either drop in for a workshop or you can subscribe and receive twice monthly workshops. It's only $22 a month 
for a subscription. It's a screaming deal because it's like four to six or seven hours of content per month, live, interactive. It's community. It's beautiful. It's magical. It's synchronistic. It's channeled. It's experimental. It's esotericism, y'all. It's like, it's a mystery school. It truly is. That's why I call it Mystic Arts Academy. It's very, it's very on the um, edge of wherever we are. And I'm very excited about it and intending to really outreach even more because I can just feel it. We are all coming together in new and exciting ways, and I can't wait to connect with you. So do please go to my website, Trisha Car Charm, and you'll see Mystic Arts Academy right there in the menu, or check check the description. You'll find a link. Drop in, subscribe. We would love to have you. Of course, you get the backlog of all of the workshops, and many people actually just take it passively, and that's really, that's really awesome because there's so much to go through. So even if you can't align with the schedule of the live workshops when you watch them in replay, it is live because we work in, in the quantum timeline, y'all. We work in, in the synchronicity. <laughs> and, of course, there's also the backlog of 50, 30 or 50, I don't know, meditation downloads. It's a screaming deal. If you are interested in upgrading your spiritual life, if you're interested in engaging with a quantum expansion of spirituality, metaphysics, mysticism, then we would love to have you a part of it. Okay, that's what I have for you guys. Remember, do please um, follow or subscribe to the show. And of course, I want to invite you to leave a review that would brighten my heart so much because that will boost my light quotient and it will also boost me in the algorithm. It lets Google know. Hey, somebody likes this girl. But I got to tell you, I think I said it on this episode. I said it recently somewhere. Um, I'm huge in Iceland. (laughs) Hi, Iceland. I love you. All right. That's it for this episode. I really do appreciate you and love you deeply. And that's why I say thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are. (laughs) 